Breaking up is hard to do, but when it comes to your wireless carrier, you should have left a while ago. You're over the big three carriers. You deserve better. Xfinity Mobile. Now you can get unlimited with 5G included for just $30 a month on the nation's fastest, most reliable network. So break free from the big three and save with Xfinity Mobile. Take the savings challenge at XfinityMobile.com slash MySavings to see how much you can save when you get Xfinity Mobile and Internet together. Reduced speeds at 20 gigabytes per line. Most reliable based on Root Metrics U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 68th time, oh God, we're so close. That's what she said. For the 68th time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. We are, Doug and I, uh, Doug had a great idea. We did power rankings today. We did our midseason awards uh, we didn't talk much about the 49er game, which was partly my idea, but we still talked about it because I can't help myself. Um, that's about it. Happy mid-season. Hope everybody's uh, healthy. I had uh, uh, the birthday week started out shit and then got better and just sitting here staring at the election and trying to figure out who's going to win and how it's going to impact work and all this fun shit. So um, anyway, crazy times. Hope everybody's safe. And uh, uh, we'll jump right into the pod. Uh, after the GOAT, we've got uh, power rankings. We start at the bottom. We'll work our way up. Might get a little confusing, so I'm going to do up some kind of graphic or something or post my rankings or something on the story or something. But we start from the bottom. It's the Jets. After the GOAT. The podcast. All right. Well, and a pretty f- typical fucking Thursday night game. <laughs> I mean, just terrible fucking football. It should have been a good game. Man, Thursday, Thursday night football had to have been like, hey, man, put some respect on my name. We got giant, we got Packers Niners coming up. Not so much. So COVID hit the receiving room, the receivers room. Yeah. Well, it did it though. I mean, here's the here's some bullshit. So Kendrick Bourne gets tests positive. Yeah. Then he tests negative. It looks like a false positive. But oh, because really? they already put all these guys into the protocol, that means they couldn't play. So no Trent Williams, no Ayuk, no – well, Debo wasn't going to play anyways, and no Kendrick Bourne. So we got the Richie James and River Craycraft. Yeah. How about that wow. Literally translates to booze cruise. <laughs> Dude, I thought for a second, like Rudy, to, you know, the second coming of Rudy, Chris Fink is on the Niners practice squad. He's not anymore. Walk on wide receiver. Did he play? No, he's not. He's not on the practice squad anymore. I don't know. I think I think your boy Chase Claypool got him cut. Oh, uh, yeah. What did Claypool say? He heard something. Claypool said he goes, "Yeah, I'm talking to my friends on the uh, talking talking to my friend on the Niners. He says they're still in pads on Thursday, and uh, you know, it just it's nice to play for a coach that uh, takes it easy on you." And the Niners cut <laughs> Pinky. Wow. 
Oh, I didn't even know that. That's funny. <laughs> I think that like happened like today. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's ever going to make it, but I just thought it was funny. I saw his name after I saw the guys that were out for the Niners the receivers. So, um, yeah, I mean, do you want to talk about tonight's game? Is Aaron Rodgers is good. Niners were hurt. Yeah, no, not really. I mean, there's yeah. anybody who didn't expect exactly that result is lining themselves. I said the Niners were going to need to kick 15 field goals, and I was almost right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if if you're looking for waiver wire pickups for next week, I guess Richie James might be popular. But I mean, he's always every time he gets the ball in his hands, he's electric. Yeah. And for whatever reason, like the Trent Taylors of the world are always the ones that kind of get the random snaps here and there. Um, and like, you know, Kendrick Bourne is probably just dependable, but he's never going to do anything. He's, you know, he's never going to average more than, you know, half a yard after catch. Uh, but Richie James is a home run hitter. I, I would absolutely love to see more of him the rest of the season, but we'll yeah. see. Yeah, so, no, he's a little dynamo. Yeah, just lightning. But you know, he's a kick returner. And, uh, you know, it's, but, you know, Mullins, I, you know, it's like, how do you judge Mullins? He's playing without his left tackle. They had a guy playing center that had never played center for more than maybe a game in his career. He'd slid over from right guard. So they had, they had three spots on their offensive line that were up in the air. They had none of their top four receivers. Yeah. That's like brutal. and their and their starting tight end was out, and their second best tight end played I don't know fifteen or twenty snaps because he was just coming off of IR. Yeah. So you know I this was so when I did that after I got off with you and Trevor on Sunday, I went back and recorded my like here are my thoughts about the Niners and here's what they should do. I'd like I don't think they should tank. I think they should like absolutely tank the next like week or two like you're playing the saints then you play the bills like you're not gonna win those fucking games um maybe you can beat the bills because it's at home but i don't think this team is being the saints on the road and it's like regroup get healthy you know protect jordan reed at all costs protect jarek mckinnon you know just like get through these next two games and then you know see what kind of a squad you can put together for the last six and you've got to basically win four five of the last six and see if you can go on a run but you've got the football team in there you got the cowboys in there you know it's like the cardinals yeah you know i this that's the ultra optimistic version but it's just not it's not gonna happen yeah it's been been a tough year for the niners yeah well you know we said legendary revenge tour and really what that's turning into is turns out we've got eight games on nine games on our schedule of teams we beat last year. Yeah. And we're one and three right now. Ooh. So uh, with five more to go, we got Rams, Cardinals and Seahawks football team and the saints. So like, anyways, yeah, this, uh, like I said, and I've, I'll keep repeating it cause it's the best thing i can come up with for it it's like pissing a butcher knife 
Like, there's just no way this is going to come out cleanly. That sounds terrible. Yeah. So, um, well, we are halfway through the year, technically. Season, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. This, the season is mercifully on the backside right now for Niners fans, at least. You're looking forward to it. Yeah, we're still playing meaningful games. I like that. It's November. Yeah, it doesn't happen often. No. Uh, so we did power. We, we at your, you had the great idea to do power rankings today. I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, halfway through the season, I think it's a perfect point to do it. Um, yeah, I did one through thirty-two. Yeah, same. Do you want to start from the bottom or start from the top? Yeah, let's just do them in little groups. Let's do twenty-five to thirty-two. All right, now I got to fucking count. God damn it. 32, 31, 30, <laughs> 39, 28, 27, 26, 20. I think this is the 25th spot here. Who do you have at 20? So uh, you want to go backwards or forwards? You call it, buddy. Let's start at the bottom. Okay, good. Um, all right, yeah, who do you got? Uh, do you want to spell it? J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, I mean – they're not even worth talking about unless, you know, we'll save that for the draft preview, I guess. Yeah. They suck. Uh, There's no hope. So three of my bottom four, I'll start with J. Yeah, 31, I got Jaguars. I got the Cowboys. Yeah, see, I was going back and forth. But, I mean, I feel like the Cowboys at least have, you know, some hope next season. Jaguars are just awful. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – there's fucking there's just the cowboys are so bad. But anyways, I, I have cowboys at thirty one, Jags at thirty. Yeah. No, you're uh I mean I honestly did go back and forth like the cowboys are that bad. But I feel like there's a sliver of hope for them compared to the Jaguars. You got nothing. I mean you put them on a neutral field and if you're picking the team with the better quarterback, you're taking the Jaguars. You're taking Jake Luton, because that's who's starting this Sunday for them. Okay. Uh, if Gardner Minshew didn't fucking try and break his own hand with a, a, a hammer, then okay. Well, but who is the Cowboys quarterback? If we're comparing injured quarterbacks, Dak Prescott's better than Gardner Minshew. If we're comparing backup quarterbacks, I've never seen Jake Luton play. <laughs> um, I've, never, I've never heard of Jake Luton, and I've never heard of the guy that is going to play. Is Mike Glennon going to be the quarterback for the Jags? No, he's not. Is he, on, is he in football? I, th- I think so. I thought I heard of some random dude named Jake Luton. He's a six-round pick or something. And then the Cowboys were talking about picking up, what was his name, Cooper Cush or something? Cooper something? It's Madden, it's Madden name generator time at this point, dude. Yeah. Like, it's like you could, you could get six uh, Madden fucking year 37 of franchise quarterbacks and i would have just as much luck picking out like i would not be able to find the imposter yeah i think just injuries aside like the cowboys could be really good but they're whole, it's similar almost similar to the niners and how how decimated their team is at least the at least the cowboys have some starters at their yeah. skill position they still have cd lamb they've got amari cooper they've got michael gallup they've got zeke if the Cowboys had made the playoffs last year, 
their skill position players would have been able to play this week. And the Niners, none, 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 not a one, not no player that touched the ball with his hands in the uh, NFC Championship game against the Packers played tonight against the Packers. Yeah, it's a pretty wild stat. I saw it at the start of the game. It's it's up there with like the Niners in one offseason turned over every one of their skill position players. It was like Garcia, T.O., Ty Streets, the tight end, both running backs. Like they turned over everybody in one offseason. And then we were bad after that. Yeah. yeah. So um, I've got the football team. At, sorry, I got the Giants at 29, the football team at 28. Me too. Uh, well, there's your NFC East. Pretty much. Three of the four are in the bottom five. Yeah. Boy, they suck. I mean, I split my I split my little my little ballot in half, and the NFC East, the entire NFC East is on the sixteen and over. Seventeen seventeen and over side of the of the the, the ledger. Same here. We might have a very similar list here. We might. Um, we're both intelligent. These things happen. Um, I've got Texans, then Falcons. Okay, here's where we go. <laughs> I got Falcons at 27. Uh, yep. And then I have the Patriots at 26 and the Texans at 25. Okay, I got the Bengals at 25. So my 25, 26, 27 is Bengals, Falcons, Texans. Well, we got two out of three there. I, uh, Patriots just look awful. All their guys are out on defense and the offense is putrid. Yeah, I'm I farther down on my list. I just I was looking at I just can't imagine um I mean I guess like they what's that? They play the Jets this weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah, see. I mean can the Jets win? I don't know. God, if the Jets get a win, man. Against the Patriots of all teams. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, my the Bengals at twenty five for me. Who's your twenty? Who's your twenty fifth? Uh, the Texans. Okay, so two out of three there, like you said. Then I go Lions, Vikings, Patriots. Um. So twenty four. Who do you have? Lions. I have the Vikings at twenty four behind the Lions. Okay, so we flip flop on Vikings Lions, and then who do you do you have like the Bengals at twenty? Twenty two. I have the Chargers. Twenty one. I have the Bengals. Okay, I've got the Chargers at twenty. I think that is yeah. Okay, okay. At twenty, I have the Broncos. Oh, sorry, I've got the Chargers at twenty one. The Bron- Broncos at twenty. Chargers at twenty one. Patriots okay, cool. at twenty two. Nice. Um, yeah, I go for, so 17 through 20 is Panthers, Eagles, 49ers, Broncos. So at 17, I have the Eagles, 18, I have the Dolphins, 19, I have the Panthers. Oh, you got to wait a minute to get to the Dolphins with me. Yeah. It's not going to be much longer, but it's a little bit. They're up there. Yeah. So where'd you put the Niners? Were the Niners on this side? Nope. Wow, you generous man. You? You didn't say him. 19. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this list was made before tonight's game. <laughs> um, 
Well, I think I, I think they're obviously better than they were tonight. Due to, I mean, it's like they didn't have their offensive line together, and and they're working some guys back healthy. They're that is still that is going to be a Super Bowl level roster next year, compared to every other team in the league. Like, given everybody's going to have to deal with the salary cap and all this other bullshit as it goes down because of COVID, but the Niners have a Super Bowl core. Um, and I don't know, man. I still it's, – it's one of the reasons I think they're not going to move on from Jimmy because I don't think they're going to find a guy that they know is going to be better. You right. know, and I don't think they're going to have the room to go get somebody like a Matt Ryan or something like that in, in a trade. So, you know, I think uh, I think Jimmy's back next year, and I think they're going to keep the band together and make one more make one more run at uh, at the Super Bowl with Jimmy. Yeah, plus it's the COVID year. Yeah, no, like, none of the, the Dodgers won the World Series. None of this shit counts. Like, does this season even count? I mean, unless the Browns make a good playoff run, this season is not going to count. All right. Um, all right. So, so we're into the we're into the top half now. Yep. All right. So I got the Bears at sixteen. As do I. Ding ding ding. I have the Brownies at fifteen. I have the Niners at fifteen. Oh, okay. Poetic, if you will. All right. Uh, Raiders at fourteen. Uh, Colts at 14 for me, and then Raiders at 13. Okay, I got the Rams at 13. Okay, I got – so at 12, at 12, I have the Browns. 11, I have the Rams. Okay, I've got Dolphins at 12. Okay. Titans at 11. Titans? Okay, so I got them a little bit higher. That's, is that defense, man? Like, I think I say it every time we we talk about them. It's like I think it's their full name at this point. The Tennessee Titans. That defense, man. I just don't. I mean, I like Vrabel. I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. I love King Henry. Tannehill's doing very well, but I don't. I don't know, man. The defense is. My microphone looks like a giant penis on this white piece of paper. <laughs> The sh- the shadow is is uh, and you can like if you bend the paper you can like anyways you heavy yep. shadow I like it um so that's so we're in the top ten now so I got who do you have at eleven I had the Rams at eleven and the Browns at twelve so like I mean you had the Dolphins at what eighteen but the Rams who they just decimated at eleven yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't do that. I've seen the Ram, the Rams have just gotten spanked one too many times for me, and the Dolphins have done a lot of spanking in the toughest division in football. So I think there might be uh, two teams heading in different directions for sure, but Dolphins got to get there. Uh, Colts at ten for me. Okay. I have you, the Cardinals. Okay, I got the Cardinals at nine. Who do you have at nine? I have the Saints at nine. I have the Saints at eight. I have the Bills at eight. I have the Bills at seven. <laughs> I have the Ravens at seven. Okay. Uh, I got the Packers at six. Okay, at six I have the Titans. I got the Seahawks at five. I got the Packers at five. The Ravens at four. I have the Seahawks at four. 
The Bucks at three. I got the Bucks at three. Chiefs Steelers, two yep, one. Yeah. Yep. All right, it's pretty close. So I was much higher on the Dolphins. You were much higher on the Colts. Nah, you were higher on the Colts. But I was higher on the Titans. Oh, that was it. That was it. Um. God, do I? Look, I've got Colts Titans at ten and eleven. So. I'm, I'm like sitting here going like, hmm, do I need to flip those? But no, I'm – and I don't like – I think that there's a few teams here that just like they're going to make the playoffs, but I can almost assure – like I don't think the Saints are going to win a playoff game. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, you know, seven teams in each conference. You know, feeling pretty good about the Steelers, Chiefs winning their playoff game. Well, Steelers or Chiefs will have to buy, but – Whoever does it's going to win. Yeah. And then Titans, Ravens, Bills, Browns, Colts. You know, I don't know, man. I, figured, I don't know. I think people I think people got Lamar figured out. I don't know if he's going to have the crazy season. He didn't do much in the playoffs last year. And then Titans, I just feel like they're a team that are built for the playoffs. So, yeah, you know. I like, I like their coach. I just – like, that defense, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could say that about a lot of these, a lot of these teams. Yeah, and that's I think that's where, like, it's Steelers, Chiefs, and Bucks to me don't have many, if any, weaknesses. As right. as as the top three teams any year probably wouldn't, but you know, I'll just state the obvious, just to state the obvious. But then. Ravens, Seahawks, Packers. I mean, the Packers just lost to the fucking Vikings. And I've got the Vikings at 23. You know, it's like I I wasn't certain that I wasn't like bet my life saving certain that the Packers would actually beat the 49ers tonight. Yeah, I mean, did you see that point? Well, I guess that was before all the announcement, but two and a half points. I was like, what is going on with the spread? But then I saw they took the game off when they saw <laughs> COVID, you couldn't even make a bet on it. Yeah, I like it was. I mean, the Niners just had their numbers so they were just just had this had them, and then it was like, except for that once that first pick happened, um, that's when it was like, okay, well, the Niners aren't going to be able to play catch up. Yeah, and uh, so you know, but again, if that game was close and the Niners were going to be able to run the ball. Then you know the Packers can't stop anybody running the ball, yeah. and it's like if you can't stop somebody running the ball, how are you going to win in the playoffs? So yeah, so Steelers, Chiefs, Bucks are kind of the most complete teams, and then what? it's just flaw oh, central between Packers, four and ten. Titans, Ravens, Bills, I guess, are kind of the next couple teams I would think, and they do have their holes for certain. I would, I would, so if I was tearing it out, I'd go top three and then like Ravens, Seahawks, Packers, Bills. And then the difference between eight and 17 to me is fucking basically nothing. Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. I would agree with that. But yeah, I think the Dolphins, the Dolphins, like you said, they're a team to keep an eye on. They have, yeah. uh, they have the best scoring defense in the league, right? They're only giving up like 18.3 points a game. And by, like, keep an eye on, I mean, like, lock your car door if they're standing by you. Like, they are – they're – I think they're nasty. I think they've got, like – I think they've got a portion of the kind of, like, 
I think they're picking up swagger, which is uh, which is what you want to do around week eight, week nine. Is like you really want to start like making teams like fear you, and uh, I they think have, um, they could have the perfect storm. They have the Texans' first and second round pick. They could have a top three pick and make the playoffs. That's you know that's gross. Um, all right, so let's get into the we did the awards too, right? To the, uh, the halfway there awards. I didn't uh, want to do the. Do you want? Who do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the uh, work MVP? our way towards MVP? Sure. Okay. So, what? Which one do you want to do first? Coach of the year. Coach of the year. Um, this one, I don't know why I did this myself, but I think Mike Mike Tomlin. Okay. Um, teams undefeated. They're doing what they're supposed to do. No COVID cases. Um. Yeah, Mike Tomlin. That should be a stat, like on the standings. Like how many? I like today that there's nine teams that haven't reported a COVID case. I didn't see the teams though. I just saw that Steelers were one, and there were some guy was talking about Mike Tomlin. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll piggyback on that. So this should come as no surprise, but I have Brian Flores as uh, coach of the year at this point. That was my second pick. Um. Yeah, dude. I mean, they're, he's he's a, he's doing he's young team, and he's got them playing pretty good on defense with Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tua. I'm just gonna say Tua, um, as his quarterbacks. Like it's a rookie and the journeyman's journeyman's journeyman. So yeah, and that was another thing. I was uh, man, I gotta be better about citing my sources. I can't remember what I was reading. But the, they were talking about part of the reason putting Tua in is like if they do have a top pick, they got to know what they have a little bit in Tua or they draft, you know, one of those three quarterbacks that they're saying that's going to be at the top of the draft. Gotcha. So this is – so, okay, so when I, I was scrolling through, doom scrolling, kind of like my entire feed is either the election or Twitter or uh, the NFL stuff, and yeah. somebody said it was – was it Cowherd? coward that said it was an audition yeah yeah i don't like him either but it's like if he's if 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 maybe this is you know maybe he's gonna get the full rosen yeah that's that's what i uh that's what they were talking about but uh two is not rosen he's a lot better i think i mean people had rosen as the best quarterback in that class like i i was sure he'd do well like i there's there's people on the fucking niners fucking twitter kind of thing right that they're like hey pick up josh sign josh rosen from the practice squad what oh, no fine okay so yeah he could be a guy that could have success in that system though sure yeah smart and you know um a little prickly like the coach hey, those you know yeah. that could work um okay so um i did comeback player of the year just because there's a guy on my team that i think deserves it so in a world without Alex Smith, I would say Jason Verrett is would and and maybe he's not the best comeback player of the year, especially I mean he got toasted tonight a couple times, but that'll happen. Um, but he's like the sixth highest rated cornerback in the league, and he hasn't played in three, three seasons. Yeah, he's had three major injuries. Um, that's a great choice. I like it. I uh, I want the. The more poetic route, I guess, with Alex Smith, the guy that almost lost his leg and all that shit. So it's good to see him back on the field, even though 
he was on the field. Aaron Donald was on his back. Yeah. And like so, through... yeah, just to get back on the field is a big deal, I think, for him and his family. And who knows, maybe he can retire this year and say, Hey, I made my comeback over here. Yeah, that'd be that would be a very nice story. But I think I think but all the the comeback player of the year is always like a a really nice thing. Like unless it's just like unless it's like one of those lame years where it's just like guy tore an ACL. It's like, that's not what it used to be. Yeah. You know, like let's get some fucking heartache here. Let's get some flesh eating bacteria. Let's get three straight season ending injuries. All right. That's what we want from our comeback player of the year award. Um, uh, okay. Defensive rookie of the year. Um, so the best defensive rookie is Chase Young, but he's had some injuries. You missed some time, so I picked uh, Tony Winfield Jr. for the Bucks. Oh, Mr. Pass Interference. Yep. <laughs> if you're a Giants fan, I guess. What, what, uh, what, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's a jackknife in the secondary for them on a really good defense as a rookie, so. I'm, I'm, I, I picked Chase Young just. I get that he's hurt and he's not nearly as good as Bosa was last year, but uh, same time, um, you know, if he's going to be healthy the rest of the way, he'll, he'll know, win rookie of the year at the end of the year. If he is. Exactly. Um, offensive rookie of the year. This one was a little tough, but I uh, I went with Joe Burrow. I went with Herbie. I, I had to go Herbert. Yeah, I mean, he's probably right there with them, and then there's probably about four receivers tied for third. Well, I guess you could throw Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in there, too. But, yeah, no, I went Burrow, man. He he just looks the part. I think I'm, like, worried about what the Bengals are going to be in the next five years. Yeah, I mean, they're going to fuck it up somehow. They're still – the owner's still super cheap. They're not going to have enough coaches. Like, you know, he's going to get hurt, and they're not going to take care of him right. He's going to – you know, it's like – of an ankle injury, you know, a bad foot will turn into an Achilles tear. You know, he'll fucking threaten to retire. They'll trade him to the Raiders. Wait, that's exactly what happened to the last Heisman Trophy winner that Carson Palmer. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Joe Burrow looks like the next great quarterback in this league. Um, defensive player of the year. I know who you're picking. It's yeah. TJ. It's TJ Watt, isn't it? Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, this was a toss-up between Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett. Uh, Miles Garrett plays for the Browns, so I'm picking Miles Garrett. Right. <laughs> a good player on defense that like actually gets sacks and like fuck. I honestly can't even remember like a good pass rusher we've had in the last 20 years. It's that bad. It's almost as pathetic as our quarterback situation. So to have a guy that. Has nine sacks, first in the league, four first forced fumbles, tied for first in the league, two fumble recoveries, fourth in QB pressures, fifth and fifth in QB hits, twenty-eight percent win rate, fourth in the league. I'm taking Miles Garrett, baby. Even though he barely played last game, he probably could have had another sack. This is so so. I've I've known you now for fifteen years, yeah. and. Uh, th- hearing you this excited about somebody who isn't Josh Cribbs uh, isn't Phil Dawson um, or Josh Gordon 
is it it really it it makes me happy. It just it just makes me happy. Oh, so, thanks, man. I'm happy yeah, for you, buddy. I'm I'm super happy that we have Miles Garrett on our team. I'm super happy that a number one pick actually panned out, or a first round pick, I guess. Because if you go through the Browns draft history in the last ten years, it is dreadful. Twenty, <laughs> like twenty. Yeah, since Belichick left, so maybe a little bit longer. We did lose a team, so. But yeah, Miles Garrett's the real deal. He uh, he's doing what he's doing. We feel real good about them signing that contract extension before this year started. All right, I like it. Um, offensive player of the year. Who was your defensive player of the year? Did you go? Oh, I went with Miles Garrett. I was oh, like, um, I. I just – I didn't want to – I knew what was going to happen when we went to the defensive player of the year. And I'm like, I'm not really going to counter that with anything, so I'm just going to say Miles Garrett. No, I mean, I was looking at all these defensive stats, and it's just Miles Garrett and Aaron Donald at the top of each list. So, it's him or it's one of those two for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, I part of me was like, I could say Aaron Donald just to, like, put his name out there, but then the Niners completely shut him down. So, you know what? Fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. Uh, offensive player of the year? Um, Russell Wilson? I went with Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry? Yeah. Because you didn't want to pick Russell Wilson? Correct. Okay. I can accept that as an answer. Correct. <laughs> um, who do you have for MVP? Russell Wilson. Yeah, I'd have Russell Wilson too. You did? Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm a homer and all and like, I think he's annoying, but he's fucking amazing. And it makes watching football when it's, you know, it's like I I look up when the game is, when my birthday weekend game is. And I was, even with my team coming off a Super Bowl appearance, I was devastated to know that I was going to have to fucking sit there and like potentially watch Russell Wilson carve up my team on my birthday. Uh, and I think that, you know, when that guy also is like, you know, has the second most all-time TDs through the first seven or eight weeks of the season, I think if he's not your halfway MVP, you know, I, I can't help you much. And everybody else has fallen off, you know, like, so here's, let me just say this. Russell Wilson has backed into this halfway MVP because everybody else has fucking gone to shit. Aaron Rodgers has lost to the fucking Vikings. Uh Josh Allen just completely shit the bed. The Josh Allen MVP train is like turned over on the side and, and like hanging halfway down a mountain right now. Um, Lamar Jackson's not doing anything. Mahomes is like, Mahomes feels like he's only in second gear right now. And I think he's still thrown for 21 touchdowns and only one interception or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So Russell Wilson completing 71 and a half percent completion percentage. Um, Holmes is at 66 percent 2100 yard passing yards on pace for 4900 passing yards for Russell Wilson Mahomes um, has more so he's on pace for over 5,000 yards um, 26 passing touchdowns on pace for 59 touchdowns breaking Tom Brady's 55 you think you can do it no their schedule their schedule doesn't is not a happy schedule the, the next couple weeks so, so I don't let's say Mahomes replicates the first half. He goes 42 touchdowns, two interceptions, 5,000 yards. Better record than Russell Wilson. Is he going to win it, or do you think it's still Russ's? 
If he goes 42 and 2 with 5,000 yards, God, man, he's got my vote. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure every, like, guess what I don't like about these MVP awards? I don't like how Michael Jordan got treated in the 90s, and I don't like how LeBron gets treated now. They're clearly, and maybe not now, but in his prime, obviously, the last 15 fucking years, LeBron's been the best player in the NBA. You can shove James Harden up your ass. That guy's a stiff. But I feel like I would take Mahomes over Russell Wilson is basically what I'm saying. I feel like he's a generational better player if I had to take someone. But Russell Wilson's having a great year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I mean like I'm firmly in the Mahomes is better camp. Um Russell I think is, you know, I think there's one I think there's one tier of elite quarterbacks and it's got it's just the Patrick Mahomes tier and then there's other guys under him. But this from a narrative standpoint, right? I mean it's like the whole like Russ has never gotten an MVP vote thing is going to take control as long as now Russ has been on a fucking MVP tear like not like this stats wise but i did like i did an entire fucking podcast episode breaking down year by year why he never won a uh why he hasn't gotten a vote and basically defending why he hasn't gotten a vote and it's because you know the last three seasons they haven't won the division and for the last like 10 11 12 years you have to have won the division or basically have thrown for 50 touchdowns or both to be the mvp and if Russ does that this year, it looks like they're going to win the division and it looks like he's going to be around the 50 TD mark. He's going to get the, um, he's going to get the MVP award. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would take a pretty epic final eight games from Tom Brady or Mahomes to beat Russell Wilson. But like if you look at if you look at Wilson's like last couple Decembers, he kinda like there's some like he gets goofy. And um so if that happens again this year, I mean it's like, cause it's all narrative, right? That's like it's not like it's not like they vote every week on this and then they total up the votes and whoever has the most MVP votes throughout the season. It's like you vote one time at the end of the season. It's why Josh Jacobs didn't win rookie of the year last year. Right, it's why Kyler Murray did because Josh Jacobs basically shit the bed in December. So if if something goofy happens, I mean, this is where like Kyler could sneak in. I, and I even did, I did a podcast about this was part of the MVP podcast was, you know, it's like there were these, you know, it's like there was free money if you were betting. If I thought like because like Kyler money had really like low odds to win. It was like 15 to one for him to win the MVP, but the Cardinals were like 45. Like they were something like way bigger than that to actually win the division. And my point was basically, if you think Kyler Murray, if you're going to bet on Kyler Murray to win the MVP, given that they only use fucking division winners as MVPs, you kind of, you've got free money there. It's like, once you like parlay those together and win both bets. So, um, so anyways, that's, uh, yeah, it's like, I, I wouldn't be betting on anybody to win the division, to win the MVP that also can't win the division. And, uh, cause I think that's a hard thing to do. Now, Wilson's got the benefit of having a, an atrocious defense behind him. So 
he might get bonus points for that if they go like 12 and four, but end up in second or 11 and five, like last year and end up in second, but they've got the 32nd ranked defense, you know, there's, there could be something there. So who knows? Well, yeah, Russell, well, I mean, like you said, all division teams are going to win the division. Russell Wilson, Mahomes, Brady, Rodgers, maybe. I think those would probably be the top candidates. Yeah, I don't think – this just doesn't feel like a uh, – uh, the narrative's going to have to change for Rodgers, right? I mean, he's going to have to um, – they're going to have to beat the bad teams. Right, like you can't lose to the Vikings and then end up being the MVP. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah. All right, you want to get to the pick 'em? Absolutely. So I forgot to do the pick and um, completely biffed a chance to pick up an easy Green Bay Packers win. I would have picked the Packers. So. Ah, oh, that sucks. I hate that. I did pick the Packers. Yep. Um. I've got uh, – I'm taking the Falcons at home laying three and a half to the Broncos. Yeah, man, this is a tough one. Um, I, I think I'm going to go with the Broncos. Okay, road dogs. Road dog. All right. Um, I'm taking the Bills and the points, the home dog, the, the, the home, home team underdog. Uh, West Coast team traveling east, 10 a.m. I'm taking the Bills. Yeah, this is going to be decided by three points. I hate two and a half point spreads. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm I'm with you on the Bills, Seahawks going west to east. It seems, uh, it seems like a game that they would they would get away from. Bills got a good defense too, as long as everybody's healthy. Yeah. Um, I've got the Titans and the points. Me too. Over the Bears. Me too. I like the Titans. And uh, Vikings with the points. Uh, Vikings laying three and a half with the Lions. I've got the Vikings. I don't. I don't know why, but I've got the Vikings. Well, I mean, the Lions are three and four, so they're an under five hundred team. So you got to bet Kirk Cousins at that point. Right. Yeah, I did too. At home, they should be feeling good after they beat the Packers. So the next game is going to test my home dog thing because it's the Colts who have a really good defense and uh, they're hosting the, the Ravens. They're getting two and a half points at home. Yeah, two five and two teams. Uh, I'm going with the Ravens. Yep, I'm going with the Colts. So, uh, I, I, It's a weird game. I think the Colts and the Browns are vying for some of those final spots. Uh, it's a weird game where I might have to root for the Ravens, but but uh, yeah, I think the Ravens are going to win anyway. So, yep. Um, this one, uh, the so the next game is Panthers and Chiefs. This one feels like a sneaky cover to me. Like I think the Panthers are gonna be able to keep it close. Question mark. That rule, Chiefs by more than ten and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm picking Chiefs. I I, uh, I wouldn't blame you if you picked the Panthers, though. I might be betting with my heart more than my head on this one, but who knows? Yeah, I've been known to make make that mistake every once in a while. Yeah, that's uh, not, 
we win anything, so I can make that gamble here. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I've got the Giants uh, going into the football team territory and upsetting the football team. Yeah, the team formerly known as the Redskins. Three-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the one-and-seven Giants. And I'm picking the Giants. I think – I feel like – I mean, every time I've seen the Giants play, they're, they're playing hard. It might not be that great, but they're at least playing hard. So, I'm taking the Giants. That's because Joe Judge makes them run laps after practice if they're not, you know. This is like he's, he's – he's like doesn't let them have their orange slices if they're losing at halftime. He's, he's a real hard-nosed football man. Yeah, in the preseason I was reading stuff about having uh, players and coaches running laps for errors. <laughs> Dude, this guy is not going to make it through the season. But, I mean, you buy into it, you buy into it. You know who I can just from that policy. You know who I. You know who's definitely not on his staff is the Browns offensive line coach from a couple of years ago. <laughs> oh God, yeah, no, he'd be. But, but I did read they have like a sixty-eight-year-old coach that ran a lap or something. Like shit, on that. Yeah, <laughs> just the the Sergeant Murtaugh. I'm too old for this shit. Right. Two days till retirement. Um. God, Texans and Jaguars. This is a – this is – I don't I don't know if this is like – this is a hairy poop. This is like just – this is just a bunch of like – God, this is a terrible fucking game. Like a hot soup poop? No, like, you know, it's like – I don't know whether it's like shaving your pubes after you take a shit into the toilet type of game or something, but it's just like, there's just nothing good. There's, there's nothing here. Yeah. As bad as uh, these teams are, I think the Texans are going to beat the crap out of the Jaguars and their second string or third string quarterback and their defense that has given up over 30 points every game this year, except for the first one they won. So I got the Texans big in this one. Who are the skill position players or the guys on defense that the Texans can go get in this? Oh, well, they don't even have a fucking draft pick. Never mind. Oh, they don't have a first or second round draft pick in this draft. Yeah, well, at least, I mean, so TJ or JJ Watt said, you know, they're like, hey, do you see yourself retiring as a Texan? And he goes, I'm not, I'm not going to do a rebuild. And I guess the good news is they don't have the draft capital to rebuild. So it's just uh, permanent wasteland, FEMA territory. Yikes. Of uh, the Raiders at Chargers. Chargers are favored by one and a half. It's a weird line. I'm taking the Chargers. I'm taking the Raiders. They look pretty tough against my Brownies. I think they're the better team than the Chargers. All right. Um, Steelers, uh, 40 point. Like, if it was 40 points, Doug, what what would you say here? So, I think the spread as of right now is like 14. Two touchdowns. Cowboys are at home. (laughs) Uh, I'm taking the Steelers. This is going to be like 35 to like – you know, 11 or something like that. Something weird. <laughs> Were they going to get like a field goal and four safeties? Something weird. Yep. All right. Uh, I've got the Dolphins beating the Cardinals. 
or at least covering. Yeah, this is uh is this the game of the week? These are two uh kind of teams, up and coming teams. Almost I'd say I'd say Seahawks Bills or Bears. Seahawks Bills to me is probably game of the week. I want to say Bears Titans, but that would involve me saying that like Foles versus Tannehill is like a must-watch matchup or something, and that's not happening. Ravens Colts, I guess, would be up there, but Bucks. I don't know. This is a, but it's like two, two up-and-coming teams, you know. So they're kind of exciting. I abs- I absolutely think this will be the most fun game to watch. Like those other games, like the, I think the other teams have better records, but I just don't think it's going to be that fun at all. Dolphins like, on the AZ. I I selected the Dolphins in this one. All right, and then the Sunday night game is uh, the Shady Rivers retirement home versus Twin Oaks. Senior Living Center. I almost said Twin Oaks right there. Did you? Yep. I was. I don't know. You read my mind. It was weird. But yeah. <laughs> I wonder what. I want. I wonder what Twin Oaks. Twin Oaks has to have been in a movie somewhere that we've both seen, and just subconsciously that was like. It just sounded right. Was that like the retirement home in Billy Madison or something? Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not so, like I'm not a Billy Madison quoter. Like I I don't know I don't have the encyclopedic or uh Happy Gilmore. I don't have the encyclopedic knowledge of um of the Sandler verse. Um, yeah, that's that's an oldie. Oldie, but well it's not really it hasn't aged well, but whatever. Or no, actually Happy Gilmore is amazing. I'm thinking of Billy Madison that hasn't aged well. But I digress. Saints at Bucks. Bucks four and a half point favorite. Who you got? Uh, Bucks. Me too. Well, Bucks, 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 Bucks. Yeah, I think the Bucks can win by a touchdown in this one. Yep. Um, and then, oh uh, God, Patriots at Jets. Patriots have to outscore. I'm taking the Patriots just because it's the Jets, but I don't feel great. It's it's that's like, I guess that's how bad the Patriots are. I don't feel great about picking the Patriots against the Jets to 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 cover the seven and a half more than anything. Yeah, I mean the Bills didn't cover the spread against the Jets. I mean, yeah, I I would imagine that that I would imagine that uh, Black Josh Allen actually was able to score a touchdown against the Jets. Yeah, but this is could also be the game where it's like Bill Belichick goes into Bill Belichick mode. Okay, we're going to stop the fucking Jets. We'll talk like this the whole time. Monotone as well. We're going to win. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, reluctantly took the Patriots as well with the spread. All right. All right. Well, any final thoughts? Oh, you know what? We missed, we missed an award. I even have a note here. We missed an award. What is it? Walter Payton Man of the Year. Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Okay, and I'm going to go ahead and assume you have somebody for this? Uh, I do. Who you got? Um, uh, he's a scholar, a, a gentleman. Has he played a game this year yet? He has. Okay. Um, uh, overcame uh, a learning disability as a high schooler. Overcame injuries throughout his college career. Uh, had to wait for his name to be called 
on draft day. Um, didn't get really the ball his rookie year. Um, well, had to sit behind somebody he knew he was better than. And is now the third all-time leading rusher in NFL history. Frank Gore, for the 16th consecutive year, is my Walter Payton Man of the Year. Um, I'm going to jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> you got some room for me, buddy. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Frank Gore never told no lies. Hey. He's, uh, he's, he's, oh God, let him run for president one day. Got my vote. All right. All right, brother. Um, we'll see you Sunday. Uh, Sunday. Yes. Yes. Yep. Sunday. All right, man. See you then. Later, buddy. If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. I hope you liked what I had to say. If you didn't like it, I hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth. Thanks for listening. Go ahead, like, subscribe, review, whatever you got to do. Help me get that podcast clout. Thanks, guys. Breaking up is hard to do, but when it comes to your wireless carrier, you should have left a while ago. You're over the big three carriers. You deserve better. Xfinity Mobile. Now you can get unlimited with 5G included for just $30 a month on the nation's fastest, most reliable network. So break free from the big three and save with Xfinity Mobile. Take the savings challenge at XfinityMobile.com slash savings to see how much you can save when you get Xfinity Mobile and internet together. Reduced speeds at 20 gigabytes per line. Most reliable based on Root Metrics U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.